on today's show, how to write a good artist bio. This is 30 Minute Music Marketing. 30 Minute Music Marketing. For musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. Hi, I'm Greg. Hello, I'm Sheldon, and this is 30 Minute Music Marketing, the show for independent artists and DIY musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. Thanks very much for watching or listening to us on whatever platform you choose to consume our content. Thank you very much for doing so. Um, if you're watching us on the YouTube, why not click the bell, subscribe? Yeah, like this channel. Like If you like what we say, then click a like it share really it. does help it really does share it with your musician friends and your friends and your relatives and your nan and your dog, dog. yeah that so, might help so so this show is all about you and this comes from a request from regular viewers of ours a band called the space hello hello chaps thanks very much for being supporters of our show and uh the space have said they needed help with the artist biography their band bio Right, oh, the, the tricky... The dreaded, tricky... I don't know what to write about myself. Isn't it funny how people who are musicians and songwriters, how they find it po you know, possibly quite easy to write lyrics and to write melodies, yep. but when you ask them to write about themselves, they do but, often end up drawing a blank. Which is strange, because usually most people's favourite subject is to talk about themselves. It is funny, but when you have to maybe do it in the third person... <sighs> It I gets know. a little tricky. So um, we've got uh, nine hints, nine and tips. I, it could, could have been ten, but you know, I'm, I'm on a, I'm on a budget. Time wise, time wise, right? Time wise. So what we'll try and do is we'll, we'll run through these points. We'll illustrate it with what are probably good examples and of snippets yep. of artist or band biogs. But let's maybe start this episode with what might be considered to be. A, uh, a poor band biog. Uh, the the the, um, the artist name has been changed in order to protect the innocent, Greg. Okay. <laughs> Quotes. Here we go. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll do my, my deep my my fantastic go on, radio voice. DJ voice. Deep Mind formed in 2017 and set out to write a huge set of anthemic indie tunes, drawing on a rich songwriting talent present between all five members. They have the ability to hold an audience spellbound with their impassioned and unabashed juxtaposition of melodic intricacy and indie intensity. They craft this perfectly into a carefully weighted mixture of pop sensibility and art rock angularity that challenges the listener at every turn. Well, did, did they really write that? Th there is, there is a yes. At some point, some band has produced that um, biography. Wow, they, they, they don't hold back on themselves, do they? No, I mean, th so so th there are problems with that. Many problems. Um, the first one being is that it, it, I don't think it really says anything. It, it tends to run around in circles, but doesn't really hit the mark. It, it, it's almost like there's, there's like a, a tombola full of buzzwords. Well, it, it almost sounds like something you'd expect to hear from a politician, where they avoid answering the question <laughs> by just, answering the question. Just by talking, and it's full of hyperbole. Mm. And I think the, the main issue is that upon listening to that, it doesn't actually make you want to go out and actively listen to it. So in other words, if somebody pitched that to you, and that, that's, you know, that, I'm not... I'm not I'm not wanting to click play. Well, I mean, they did manage that. to fit just to just I can't even juxtaposition. pronounce it. Juxtaposition of 
melodic intricacy. I mean... It's very florid. Florid would be the word I mean, I would it's use. A, they've used some really good, really good descriptive words, but have been a, unable to describe anything. Yeah, it doesn't. Re it doesn't really give you. It doesn't pique the interest. That's another uh, another way of saying it. So, so I mean, yeah. I mean, you are. I mean, that's some grandiose statement. And you really hope, if you are actually going to go and look or listen, that they can really back it up. Yeah, it just it just reads like a lot of BS. Again, someone like me, that just sounds like somebody who is is just trying to be very defensive and trying to hide almost what they actually sort of sound like. So I mean, as we, you know, I mean, it's like you wouldn't expect McCartney to write something like that. Well, he's probably got people to do it for him. Or Hendrix, they always kind of were like Hendrix was like, yeah, I'm alright, kind of on guitar. He never. Whereas this, they're like, yeah, we're amazing. Of mm, melodic intric uh, intricacy. Okay, so, what, so what's, go on. what's point number one, Greg? Point number one is we do not need your life story. Most people, I've seen it on a lot of uh, artist biogs, they, they literally start at the beginning. I picked up, or, or he picked Back up the Back in the midst of time, you had to do the age of five. Yeah. And then he, he went to this school and learnt this, and then he graduated <laughs> and went to this college and learned that. And dare I say, Nobody cares. In this day and age, you don't need to even reference any sort of timeline. You don't even have to say how long you've been going as a band or an artist. You don't even need necessarily to, to list all the your members in your band if you don't want to. But the thing is, though, and I, I understand why people do this, is because it, it's trying to create some kind of, you know, I'm, I'm invested in this. It's like, I, you, know, there's a, you know, they're trying to create a kudos by kind of saying I've been doing this all my life and it's my you know my biggest passion and I think uh, years ago I kind of we, I got a band to do something similar and I got it sent and I was like you know and the first question you said to me what's your story and I tried to do something similar and kind of going oh we've been doing this for this long and that long and the first thing you just said was so you're a bunch of failed musicians then and it was like it was really cutting but it was like it was really really true if you're making out that you've been going since dot then the first thing someone is going to ask is why haven't i heard of you before right and so I've, I've got i've got three uh, snippets three examples from um, uh, particular band bios okay here's the first one when it doesn't have Five or four. Black Daniel has three members. They are brothers Luke and Lamick. Two Lamick, two, sorry, Lamick two thousand. That's a good. It's like Andre three thousand from London Town and Craig Louis Higgins Jr. from New York via Cape Cod. That's the first one. Uh, second one is London's Raven Beats Crow consists of Liam, Sam, Robin, and John. And the third one is the Bee of the Bang is a collective of human beings from Portsmouth. So, are you referencing these as good or bad or average? Um, I th they are succinct. Some of them say. Now you're giving me a politician's answer. Just answer the question. No, I think they're good because right. they don't necessarily give, you know, an entire sort of life story. So it's like, for example, this one here: uh, London's uh, Raven Beats Crow consists of Liam, Sam, Robin, and John. It's to the point. It's to the point. It doesn't, you know. Doesn't... Is there really a band called the Bee of the Bang. There was at one point. Are they the best bang since the big one? Who knows? Who knows? So yeah, so <clears throat> so you know, you can choose to admit the names of the people in the band. They are the thing I always used to say is, yeah, you know, back in the day I used to be, you know, quite a fan of Coldplay. Some people might shoot me for that. You know, but but bought the albums, 
you know, went, went to the concerts. Uh, if you ask me to name the bass player of Coldplay, I have no idea. But it's like that with you too, though, isn't it? Well, I can name all four names. Yes, I know, because you're a fan. Or it's like Oasis, where yeah, it's but, like, it's, but this you is know it. if, two key... If you're introducing yourself to, you know, potential new fans, you don't, you don't need their life story. Keep no. it short, keep it sharp and snappy. I don't know anything about Louis Capaldi, apart well, he, from he's Scottish. And he drinks a lot. And um, he likes drinking and ITV likes to censor his speech. But that's about all that. I... Don't tell me you watch the Brits. No, no, no. I only saw that on a uh, on a Just Some Post okay. and stuff. So, But I know that he does music that's quite popular. Um, so, yeah. So we don't need it to be overly... I mean, the one thing I haven't addressed, actually, in, in this is the what length your bio should be. I think you should be able to cram everything, certainly all like the nine points that we're, that we're going to cover, in even less than 100 words. Well, that's the thing. I think in some ways, people turn bios into like a resume. Yeah. Where it's like you have to kind of put all your life experiences and interests. If you, if you can get a nice chunky paragraph, a nice sort of, you know, 100 or so words, I think you're laughing. Right, okay, so number one is we don't need your life story. What's number two, Greg? Number two is you'll need to tell people what you sound like. Our brain doesn't like uncertainty. If you can provide any sort of reference points, that's Before you know, that's we did thing. this, you did play a song by a band and they just, when I think one of the, a friend of ours asked them what did they sound like they didn't know. And or what they wanted to sound or like. Or what they wanted to sound like yeah. they didn't know. And that's, that's going to make it difficult. You know, unfortunately, I know bands don't like to be pigeonholed, but you will be. And anything that I suppose that can help that process is going to help you get yeah. discovered. And that's, you know, it's sometimes one of the reasons why people might go, right, well, I think I might be interested in this because they claim to be like this particular artist. And I like that that particular artist, so ergo, I might be sort of more interested. A point of in reference. Them. But you know, don't just, you can make it a little bit interesting. I've got another couple of examples here. Go on. Um, we sound like sharp rocks on a big hillside in the blue spring. We sound like a river speeding through a slow carved valley in summertime. Ooh, that's interesting. And here we go. Uh, this is back to uh, our friends B of the Bang. Right. B of the Bang use guitars, loops, mandolins, white noise, xylophones, accordions, banjos, feedback, shouting and percussion to conjure up melodies for maladies in the 21st century. So that, that's almost being, that's being quite sort of cheeky and mm. quoting a die-range um, range of, of musical... Um, Bits and pieces. They're coming kind off of almost going. Certainly, the first one is more like emotional rather than. Uh, that's a that's a very good observation. Rather than genre. Yeah. So, so rather than to, you know to say oh it's like you know angly guitars, it, it's almost like what you know what would what uh, visual accompaniment would your sort of music suit. Hmm. So if if you can find interesting ways to sum up and describe your sound. All the better, all the better. The only thing is though, that, that I mean, I have to be honest and say, that is not what I was expecting on when, when you're trying to tell people what you sound like. Are many of our listeners, all the many that we have, are they not gonna look at them and kind of go, ooh, that doesn't really, it, it, it's a signifier, but it's not really a signifier. It's more just like, we well, sound how, like a river speeding through this, a slow right. car so, valley in summertime. So uh, this is an idea off the top of my head. <clears> if <throat> you were to film a video for mm. one of your songs and you had an unlimited budget, what visuals would you accompany? Would uh, accompany your 
your music, you know, and make, you know, our music is designed for these sorts of scenarios. Yeah, that's a good point. I think, unfortunately, though, the most people would, at the moment, they would feature themselves because that's what everyone else is doing. And it's almost like that's, I need to do what they're doing because I need to do that because that's what everyone else is doing. Right, here's, here's, here's a couple more then. Right, here we go. The idiot, Not that they should. Yeah. The idiosyncratic danceable indie pop oh, sound some more, yep. is induced by two drummers, chanted gang vocals and frantic guitar work that makes you realise the missing link between Sting, Prefab Sprout and Katy Perry. Somebody else knows Prefab Sprout. Uh, and, um, in fact, somebody, uh, somebody only yesterday um, tweeted me uh, about a, a Prefab Sprout album. It Which be, one? It must be pre... I don't know. I'll, I'll get it out <laughs> for you later. But here's another I'm one. I'm a big Prefab Sprout fan. Whilst being one of around five bands on earth that can actually claim they sound like no one else. Ooh, Compar no, but it's, it's been cheeky. Comparisons and relations can be drawn to the likes of Divine Comedy, The Blockheads, Stanley Holloway, Talking Heads, Eels, The Fall, and Mr. Bungle. So, so, so they're being sort of quite cheeky, say, oh, we don't sound like anyone else, and then say, actually, we, we sound we like do sound a variety. Like uh, I actually saw the Divine Comedy live, and they were one of the best, of the best bands I've ever, uh, I've seen, and I didn't even really like their stuff, but the performance was great. Well, there you go. So, so yes, so you can mention, you know, musical points, references, but if you can do it in in an interesting sort of way. And I think that's it, isn't it? It's about you know, at least these are good examples of stuff that's probably against the grain, and is going to provide a, maybe a bit of intrigue. Mm and but at the same time still give some reference so what does something. the missing link between sting prefab sprouts and katie perry sound like that, the, if anything so in other words that that not only potentially describes elements of the sound but does it in a way whereby oh you know i i, I wouldn't i actually wonder what that does sound like maybe it's the difference between if i ever lose my faith in you cars and girls and california girls what is it with sting and shaggy as well well we have to I, I don't, that's, an, that's a, a combination. It's a very odd combination. Sting can perform with the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra and it's amazing. And then he also chooses to perform with Shaggy. Uh, I, I don't, don't do the voice. Sorry, it was terrible. It was. Uh, um, I don't get it. Right. Uh, number no, three. Number three, Greg. You've mentioned this one before. Oh, forever and, and ever. If you can. Tell a story. We know all about stories, Greg, indeed. Oh, we did an episode, didn't we? Episode number four was all about storytelling for musicians. It was that important. We, we put it in right at the start of our podcast series. In fact, maybe we should even point. Uh, we'll, we'll put a link no, in the got show to notes. Put something so I know no, where we'll it, it is. We'll put it in the show notes. Oh, in the show notes, yeah. Just, show I'm notes. just waving. Now. So we know that stories engage and hold the interest of people more than just a simple series. Of facts, right? Here's here's a story from an artist's bio, Greg. Okay, it's good this because I, I get to read out a lot in this particular episode. <laughs> After the umpteenth bailiff letter landed on Scott Russell's doormat, he knew it was time to sell up and move on. The last and hardest belonging to let go was his beloved 1960s Fender amp which he very reluctantly sold to clear his council tax arrears and gas bill. While rattling around the house on his own, the sense of loss and heartache inspired him to write and record an album under the new moniker, Rusts. See, now that, that, that's great because it, it almost contextualises and sets up the scene. Mm. So here's someone who potentially has hit rock, rock bottom. bottom 
and you know it's someone who's a uh, maybe someone who's going to be writing and you know, doing a, a form of the blues so it's already setting up the star here's someone that you know, potentially at their lowest point and if you're writing blues music that's <laughs> unfortunately the, the best place from which to uh, to you know to uh, to write from uh, right, uh, a couple more go on Meeting for the first time in Manhattan through a friend on the dance floor of a Lower East Side disco, they quickly discovered a mutual love of animal tranquilizers and long walks in the rain. So and they're like that's that's setting a scene. You so know, they're like ke ketamine, ketamine, and, and um, you know, going for a, a walk on on Matt My Run or whatever it is. Right, folk symphonist. Sinner songwriter, ooh, so that, that's quite clever. Good and words, an evangelist huh? for English eccentricity. Too naughty to follow his father, grandfather, grandmother, and uncle into the clergy, or black sheep of the family. The Reverend Simpkin set out in 2008 to take on the devil on his home territory of folk and roll. Now that's, that's like a pitch for a movie. With pitchforks? So it's. That sets up um, someone who's almost like a complete juxtaposition of following the uh, the the family business, as it were. So, uh, so. And to be honest, I mean, there's no reason why any of that's true, is it? It's... Oh well, it's, it's funny you should say that because oh, that that's potentially one of our uh, one of our sort of future points. Okay. But so so if you can write. And come up with a you know a short sort of story that encapsulates your your musical ideas and themes ideas and themes and journey to to where they are now. It could even be the ideas and themes that are present within your music. Can you tell that particular story in your band biog rather than just saying um, we we play this sorts of music and we've been going for for this long. Um, just one final one, I think, before we go. We tell stories of shipwrecks and shark bites, blurry-eyed Hawaiian islands, post-apocalyptic hoedowns and horse races. These are a little bit arty, aren't they? Well, it's, well, it's, it's funny you should say that, is that it make, you know, it's making what you're doing interesting. And, and the whole point is you have to make it interesting for someone else on the other end to mm. grab their attention. And you've got to, like I say, you, you, if you can't write anything interesting and you want some sort of media coverage, how do you expect anyone else to, yeah, to, to find point. it interesting sort of their end? You put here, if you were making a film, how would you pitch it? That yes. Think, probably your favourite, Bohemian Rhapsody film, it should be interesting. So, you know, it, it, someone was to pitch uh, the, the Freddie Mercury film, uh, as in, oh, his bloke is a uh, dead good singer. And uh, he came over in the in, in the seventies, and he was in a band, and he went on to be dead big and famous. That's not really an exciting pitch, however, in terms of his story. You know, he was a he was a refugee he was a refugee who didn't potentially fit in with the climate of the time in terms of his sexuality. You know, he had this he had the the grand female love of his life, but but in in terms of his sexuality, that's never where it was headed. He was an intensely shy person, but also happened to be one of the greatest rock and roll frontmen of the time and the the, the conflict that potentially rested within him. And but, but some might say the stories come out after the event rather than Pre-event. I'm just pitching the film, Greg. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Don't pour, don't pour water. Anyway, it, it, you know, it, it, it did over a billion at the box office. Oh no, no, I'm not talking sorry. about the film. I'm just talking about 
the story itself. So you, you've put another point here. Is can, you, uh, can that story describe the themes and the goals for your music career? Why are you making music? That's your story. Yes, so, and, and that's it. You know, so like the, the, the music that you're making, the, the reason for doing it, there must be some sort of burning desire that makes you want to do, write the music that you do. You know, can you tell people very succinctly about that, about why you're making the music that you're doing? Actually, to be fair, I mean, at some point it might actually be worth recommending. Are there any music bios by famous artists that you could recommend? Not have off you, the top of my head, have, no. what, have you read on, how, how much? How much, how much research do you want me to do for each episode? No, no I'm just saying, uh, what was the last music biog that you read? Well, the, the ones that, that, okay, that are right. included <laughs> within the notes of this particular episode. Fair enough, okay. So he's, a, he's a hard taskmaster, ladies and gentlemen. Right, he we'll really move is. swiftly on to number four. No, it's, four, it's funny this because you almost hinted at this. I know, I'm just a mind reader, right? You don't have to be truthful with your story. Right, here's a quote from novelist Christopher Isherwood. He said once, anything you choose to invent about yourself is part of your personal myth and therefore, in a sense, true. Right. So, the, you know, so if you decide to almost like create a story which fits in with the themes of your music, then that, in a sense, is a valid process for you to do. So, in other words, if you say, oh, there's nothing particularly interesting about me and uh, or about my band members and how we formed, in terms of the music that you're making and the themes that are encompassed within your music, is, you know, can you almost create a legend and create a story as to how you, uh, as to how you got together? That is, potentially, a viable thing to do. Is there the, any references you could use? Uh, well, we uh, see C6 Steve. The you know the is he not real? No, the impression was that you know he was a bit of a hobo character. He was down on his luck and he was riding the slept on people's couches. Slept on people's couches, riding the you know the the freight trains, and uh, it was a lot of bunkum. But it was a story that they crafted in order to fit you know the. Didn't, the, the southerny blues didn't they music that he was making. Didn't they imply that the character C6 Steve was actually 10 years older than the person yes, playing and, him? And, again, because you know, that's, that's almost what, what is expected of somebody making that sort of music. And it's funny because the press, the press eventually got hold of this particular fact and debunked this particular story. But it, it never hurt him in the... The long term, yeah. people just went, yeah, not not really bothered. I it's, think they they'd kind of because they'd become so attached to the character, yeah. it, it really didn't matter. So you know, so as long as you don't say, you know, oh, we, you know, we we dated Rihanna and she co-wrote the album. Obviously, don't you know, don't don't create a story like that. But try and potentially. It was Leanne, not Le Leanna. Yes, the <laughs> Rihanna tribute act. <laughs> So yeah, so you don't have to be truthful if you can find, you know, in, again, interesting ways to, to come up with a story. That, it's that creative license, isn't it? Yes, 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 yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. So number five, it's okay to tell people where you come from. I think where you come from always has a bearing on what you maybe should or shouldn't sound like. Because another way, like for example, if you're a band that comes from Manchester, if you say that, people already have a thing a in their head idea. of the the musical continuum of Manchester, whether that's maybe Oasis or, or New Order or you know the Happy Mondays and all that that sort of Manchester thing. So so I think it, it's fine to reference where you come from. Uh, here's, Hang on though, on. I do see a lot of bands 
of the local-ish vicinity that say they're also from Manchester or Liverpool, and it's like, really? And you mean stretching the potentially yes. where Yes, I mean, how from. far do you go? I mean, if well, you're talking at like a 30-mile radius, that's like saying I'm in a band from Cheltenham, but I'm actually in a band from Bristol, just to try and get on the hip-hop, not hip-hop, sorry, trip-hop vibe. Would that be pushing it? Uh, that might be pushing it. Again, we're talking about being truthful. <laughs> well, yeah. Right, here's, here's one particular example of a band bio and a placement within it. Here we go. Athletes in Paris come from the northeast and sing in an accent too broad for anyone outside a 50 mile radius of Sunderland to fully comprehend more than little sound bites. So, in other words, that they're almost playing up the fact that they're they from one geographical location, yeah. and they will even sing in the accent of that sort of local uh, tombra, as it were. So, so it's it's fine to, to again to give people a, in the same way that we're talking about musical influences. It may well be that you know your geography has a, a musical influence on your well, uh, sound as well. The, the other thing, I mean, if you're only ever going to choose the capital, that would be like every artist comes from London and you're going to be competing with every other artist that mm. comes from London. Mm. Whereas at least with this, you are, you're providing something that's, you know, yours. And, you know, again, it can add to the story and stuff like that. So, so you, are you proud you're from? From, from the, uh, the <laughs> northwest of, uh, northwest of oh. England. Well, yes, very, very, very much so. And I, I think, you know, in terms of my particular band, the, mm. you know, we yes. we form a part of a musical continue, and it's almost like that. That's the that's almost buried within the DNA of, of my particular musical project. But also at the same time, though, you get <clears throat> because you've um, you've because you're a northwest band, your audience are you know. Or mostly, not all, but they, you know, you have quite a large um, percentage of Northwest. But they're very, very they they really support. But they'll also very they will defend your band and your your ideas and your material. They will, you know, they'll stand your. I think it's ground. true. To, I think it's true to say that the more you are rooted <laughs> within a particular region, so in other words, this particular band, if they're singing in the local sort of accent, yeah. then it will be that they, you know, the, the people in and around the area that they come from will probably feel greater ownership to them. Yeah, and they'll probably protect it and they'll fight your corner, so to speak. So, now, so again, some people might say that, oh, really, that that might be perceived as a, as a bit of a bad thing and they want to be more, you know, the, the every man or woman as it were, so it swings and roundabouts, swings and roundabouts. So you can tell people where you come from if you need to. Right, number six, your bio should include your personality. It's funny, I think that the examples that we've been dropping so far, they they do illustrate a lot of, you could say quirkiness, but I, yep. I would also say personality. Mm -hmm. And I, I think the way that you write your band bio should should give people a, you know, a hint as to your personality, because it's it's like it forms part of your branding. And again, if you can put the essence of your personality in within those one hundred words, you know, it might not necessarily be, be be that easy because we've got to try and condense it down. But again, that gives people a first indication as to you know as to what sort of uh, person you are or what people yeah. you are. It could be quirky, it could be serious, it could be again story. If you story tell within your biography, that almost indicates that you are a very much a, you know a storytelling. Musician. It is a little bit like uh, a you know a dating biography, isn't it? In terms of it a dating description, 
And you'd hardly go, no, so I'm... Not, not, that, not that you'd know about No, this. I wouldn't. You wouldn't just put, I'm a man, I have two legs and two arms, and I'm available. You, hard, you need to do a little bit more than that, you would have thought, for any potential interests. And, you know, and so personality is important. Stop sniggering. No, I, I, I'm not sniggering at all. <laughs> you are. Hey. <laughs> right, so, uh, personality, it's all good. It's uh, all good. Right, number seven, you can mention career highlights. I think if you've had um, significant radio play, played significant sort of festivals, what other career highlights might, might a band have? What Maybe about support slots? I was just going to say supported uh, particular artists or, or been on tour. With particular, there's no point in you know hiding these things under a bushel. You know all these kudos points can accumulate. How far back do you go? Um, well, I occasionally reference something. I might reference something that happened 12 years ago if I if I choose to. Again, really, it just depends how much you've got to talk about. So no. you reference that gig at the top of the Radio City Tower. I don't mention particularly, but here's right. Here's here's the way that one particular uh, artist or band. Uh, mentioned some of their career highlights in a uh, in a rather interesting way on their bio. They, they say, we've been played on BBC Radio 1. We've played songs at loads of gigs. We've played some gigs with really good bands. Brackets, see list below. We've played some really good venues. Brackets, see a list below. So in other words, what they're saying is, I'm not going to over, yeah, I'm not going to over exaggerate the, the fact as in, and, and they're giving people a hint as to the the number of uh, kudos points and uh, you know significant uh, things that have happened to them, but they're not going to labour the point. As in, you know, there's a list below at the bottom. You of choose this whether you want to look at it. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. No, that's cool. So, and there really is. You'd quite happily go back twelve years if if that's the biggest thing that's ever happened to you. Then 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 why not? Again, it, it depends how much. You've, you've got to talk about in this small allotted space that you have. Okay, number eight. I'll leave you to say it because I can't pronounce okay, it. Okay, I'll do it. Avoid hyperbole. Hyperbole. Hyper, hyper, hyper. You're making me say it wrong now. <laughs> you're, you're rubbish. You. Hyperbole. Don't, you know, I'm from the don't overly exaggerate because you're only going to get yourself into trouble. If you say, oh, you've never heard anything like us mm. before, I, I'm sorry, we will have. <laughs> yeah. don't, it, so so <clears throat> don't boast and make wildly exaggerated Although claims. Although you can, if you're clever, like that well-known lager brand that said they're probably the best. Probably. That is, that's a clever use. If you pre-qualify it, then maybe you might just get But saying definitely... But, but just just saying, you know, we're the, we're the best band ever or I'm the best rapper ever. And it's it's just going to make people start a sniggering from the on. They've already made, their, they've already made a, mm -hmm. uh, a decision and an opinion yes. before mm -hmm. they've even given you chance. And you're giving, yeah, you're giving people ammunition in order to cheat you with, <laughs> quite frankly. <laughs> so, right, so yes, avoid the BS, as you put, I mean, I sound so American saying that. Right, try, so number nine, try and condense your bio into a strap line. Strap line. You now, did mention I, this earlier. Yeah, um, if you think about films, all films, have a strap line. In other words, the entirety of the slogan, film. Slogan, not slogan. Yeah, slogan. Okay, right. Summed up into one sentence. Products often have the, the same as well. So the, the example I always use is Alien. The strap line to the original Alien film in 1978, whatever it was, in space, no one can hear you scream. So it's like in space, <coughs> the film, in yep. space, 
uh, no one, so in other words, you're pretty much on your own yep. with said alien, mm. can hear you scream, right, you're going to be screaming because you're terrified because yep. there's an alien. So they managed to succinctly put mm -hmm. that entire, the two hours 20 of that film into but a couple of words. Didn't, wasn't it in Die Hard 2 was how can the same smoke happen to the same guy twice? Something along those lines. Gillette. That's not a film. No, but it's a, it's oh, a brand, okay. it's a product. And, you know, the, their brand slogan is the best a man can get. Although I think that's subjective. Well... Shouldn't it be probably? I'm, I'm not making any okay. claims against their razory products or shaving, shaving gels. But if you can... So take one your 100-word bio and condense it down into a sentence or even yeah. half a sentence. The sort of thing that if you're on a poster and there's three bands on the bill and maybe you're the middle band and it's like your artist or band name, what strapline can accompany your name which will tell people reading that particular poster all about you in the shortest number of words? So the, the, the strapline for my particular band, Greg, is... Kings of the Northern Knees Up. So within five words, kings, with the best of what we do, of the northern, so again, we're talking about where we come from, yep. the northwest of England, knees up. So knees up is another word for party music. So yep. we are saying that we are from the northwest of England and we are the very best at party music. I don't know if this was officially an ever an official tagline, but Carry I do on. remember, because when you put, when people would ask you to kind of go, you know, what is your music like? Yes. Kind of thing. And didn't you used to say we're comedy folk for comedy folk? No. It was a 21st century folk for 21st century folk. Okay, it was kind of similar. But it similar. was similar. similar but, 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 but again, it was, you were still, <laughs> you were still using a, a descriptive sentence that enables people to kind of go, okay, I've got a bit so of an was, idea yeah, what they're like. like. Mod, you know, it was basically a modern take on folk music. Yes. For, Modern, modern people, up-to-date people, and obviously things have, things have changed since then in terms of yeah. how, how we go about and approach things. So if you can have, a, see, coming up with a but, bio, that's quite hard. Coming up with a strap line, that's 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 next level. If you get confident in your bio and you manage to whittle everything down, and you've told, so if you if you can sum your your whole musical essence whilst in, avoiding in a strap line, point eight, so you've whilst got to, avoiding hyperbole, yeah. That, that's a very good thing to do. So uh, master the biog first and then master your strap line and then you can use that, mm. as I say, in all your uh, all your publicity materials. It's what accompanies your artist name, like I say, on those gig posters, which tells everybody in as few words as possible exactly what you sound like. Can I now introduce... I'm thinking on my feet here. So Carry on. Okay, so, right... We're going to do a summary. Can we do this summary in a minute? And that way we can also use the, the summary as a, a one-minute thing. Like with, with, a one-minute one minute, one minute snippet. Yes, one-minute snippet. We can, we can, Hashtag we can, that. We can but try. We can okay, but I'm going to time this. Right, are you ready? You start because I've got to look at my watch. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so in summary, our top tips for creating a band biography are, number one, try and tell an engaging story that contextualises your music and explains to people why you are making the music that you're making. Number two, tell people what you sound like in a way that maintains the interest of the reader. Play with points of reference. Number three, be interesting. If you've nothing interesting to write about, ask yourself, why not? Number four, highlight your differences. What do you do that no one else does? If you have no differentiation, 
That could be a problem. It could be. Number, number five, you can exaggerate in your bio if you need to, but potentially beware of the consequences. And number six, make sure your personality comes across. And that's... Uh, that's, that's in 56 seconds. This particular episode, it might even be better when we, uh, we don't I know. make any mistakes. I know. So remember, please, like like what we do. So if I'll you like what we do, hit the subscribe hopefully button. Hopefully you found this to be of some use. It might actually be a case of you might even need to re-watch this or re-listen to, uh, to the podcast to get, you know, to potentially write down some of these, uh, you know, some of our hints and our tips because you, you potentially don't obviously get everything the first go round. No. And like the uh, the chaps the space did, if you've got anything you'd like us to talk about and give our advice on in a future episode, just contact the show on YouTube. Stick a uh, stick a comment underneath it. I think that's what the the chaps of the space did. Or if you see uh, this particular post uh, on the Facebooks, just pop something under there. And um, if it's a, if it's a good idea for a show and we think other people will benefit from it, we will do an entire show dedicated to you. You can't say more than that. And it'll cost you nothing. Absolutely not. So we will see you again next same place next week. Same time. Music <laughs> Marketing Monday. Right, take care. Cheers. Bye. Bye bye.